What's up, everybody? This is JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood. And as you guys know, today is the day where we're going to go ahead and go straight to episode six. First things first. First things first. First things first. Okay, okay, okay. I was just getting excited with you all. I'm so happy to be with you all in spirit. I thank God for giving me this opportunity in order to truly to share um, what he's placed in my heart concerning this episode. Um, First thing first, you know, I really um, prayed to the Lord and I asked his Holy Spirit to guide me, especially as I was going about with this episode. And I definitely know that God is about to encourage many people who tune into this podcast. I'm pretty sure that a lot of you guys will receive definitely what you were waiting on the Lord for and regarding um, to this journey and regarding to the season of singlehood and so forth and regarding to just finding yourself, you know, finding yourself in Christ Jesus, um, just trying to navigate to where God is leading you to go and um, just trying to discover the person that God is calling you to be. Um, You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go straight to it. Um, But before I do, I'm just going to go ahead and open in a short prayer. Heavenly Father, I come before you in Jesus' mighty name. I ask that you, Lord God, would Increase in me as I decrease and I allow you, Lord God, to take over, Lord God, and that you will bless me, Lord Jesus, um, through your Holy Spirit to really encourage every listener on this podcast, Lord God, as they are listening to the episode um, number six titled First Thing First, Lord God, as you are giving me the words, Lord God, in regard to this episode, truly I myself have already been encouraged and been blessed um, with everything that you have placed in my heart. And so I pray this in your mighty name, Lord Jesus, that you would touch them that you would empower and encourage them Lord God and this season of singlehood and your mighty name I pray Lord Jesus amen all right I'm so happy once more to be with you guys this evening and let's just go straight to it you know um the title of this episode is called first thing first and literally everything that I'm about to go ahead and go into depth with and and regard into this episode it is in the title itself now you know being in the season of singlehood, sometimes we may get deceived and think like, oh my gosh, this is the most driest season of my life. This is the most, you know, um, boringest season of my life. You feel like things are not going, you know, you feel like things are not happening for you. You feel like there are certain places that you wanted to be. You have not already arrived there yet. You know, some of you guys perhaps thought you would be in a relationship by now, but that has just not happened for you yet. And you're trying to just ask yourself, you know, what is going on? Is there something I'm doing that is wrong and so forth? But I want to go ahead and um, discuss more in regard to first thing first, meaning, you know, um, what is our priorities in life? You know, what is your priorities in life? What do you put first before everything else? What can't you compromise um, out of all things to not let anybody try to persuade you persuade you to do and so forth amen all right so when I think of first priorities you know when I think of that I think of things that as I mentioned before I can't gamble about with anybody I can't compromise it I can't sugarcoat it I can't say you know what I'll do this this Saturday and then next Saturday you know it's it's cool I'll go ahead and do whatever do whatever thing 
do everything else that everybody is doing, okay? So um, when I think of first priorities, I think about my values. I think about my beliefs, you know. I think about my principles. I think about exactly, you know, what I've been taught, you know, by my parents in regarding to, you know, for example, like you should, you know, respect your elders. You should be respectful towards people, even if they're different than you. You should be able to have great manners, you know, when someone... um do something nice for you. You should be able to say thank you. You should be able, you know, to just just be very respectful and noble and kind towards other people and so forth. And so I also think about the word of God as well. When I think about first priority, um, I think about what God has to say. You know, I think about what God expects of me on a daily basis. I think about what God expects me to do in regarding to certain situations. And so, um, I'm pretty sure most of you guys, when you guys think of first priority, you guys perhaps, you know, think of this, of, of the things that I also think about, you know, your values, you know, um, your principles, your beliefs, your faith in Jesus, you know, things that matters to you the most, things that you actually make time for, things that you actually invest in because you, you just truly believe in that thing, you truly believe in it, um, and, you know, it just keeps you keeps you grounded it keeps you sane it keeps you you know um, leveled up it keeps you in a place of peace and rest all right um besides values and beliefs and principles and how we were trained you know how we were raised by our parents by the people that we love and also um through the word of god what the word of god has to say on how we should handle certain um situations and things i like to think of first priorities as well you know being you know, um, being us, you know, being me, being you, what I mean by being us, being me, being you, I mean, what, who, what are you, you know, what, we are human beings, right, the Bible says that the Lord, you know, has, you know, he created us, he fearfully and wonderfully created us, and so we understand that we are, um, we, we are, we are three parts, right, we have a spirit, we have a soul, and we have a body, and a lot of times, it's as if that we neglect, you know, to be able to keep all three aspects of who we are as human beings, you know, on um, on an equal measure. What I mean by this is that oftentimes we end up investing in one part of ourselves than the 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 one part of ourselves instead of us as a whole, okay? So basically, say for instance, you're someone that always liked to work out, you are a fitness freak, you know, you just love fitness, you love working out, you love going to the gym, you love as well eating right and healthy and so forth, all that good stuff, but you find yourself, you know, spending more time on the um, on the exterior of yourself, you, you find yourself spending more time on your physique, you know, on, you know, re- keeping that shape that you desire for your body to always be in. But then because you're spending so much time on, on your body and keeping it right, you're, you're noticing that you're not spending time on your mind. You're not spending time on your spirit and your soul, meaning that you're not really investing any time or at least you're investing little time in those things. And because you're investing little time in those things, you're not seeing any growth in those areas. You're not seeing growth in your spiritual, in, in your spirit, man. You're not seeing growth in your mind. So you're not seeing any growth in your intellect. You're not challenging yourself to learn new new set of skills, you know, to be able to learn things that you never knew before. Especially things that is necessary, necessarily important for you to know in order to go 
um, where you need to go in regarding to your pursuit of purpose, in regarding to the pursuit of your dreams and aspirations and goals and so forth. And I feel that as well as we put our, um, I feel as well as, you know, how the, how our values and beliefs, you know, and our faith in God is our first priority. We also have to keep ourselves as a first priority too, as one of the things that we cannot prioritize, um, um, excuse me, as one of the things that we cannot compromise about, you cannot compromise, you know, um, the health of your mind, you cannot compromise the health of your, your soul, you cannot compromise the health of your body, we have to be able to find, you know, a level ground to be able to balance, you know, every part of us, you know, we have to be able to, yes, you know, um, have a healthy lifestyle when it comes to our bodies and it's also important for us to maintain good health in our mind in our soul in our spirit now tonight i just want to go ahead and i just wanted to just you know just spend some time and just breaking down those parts of who we are as human being um and what are the things that we can in fact start doing in order to know for sure like we are maintaining overall health so, um, the spirit, okay, so in order for us to see if we're keeping our spirit as a priority, we have to find, um, we have to, you know, we have to admit to ourselves, you know, what are we, spe- what are we feeding our spirit with, you know, what are we feeding our spirit with and also, um, are we spending time daily in the word of God? Are we spending time daily on thoughts that are pure? Are we spending time daily on, you know, um, not just, you know, spending time in the word of God, not just listening to the word of God, not just speaking the word of God, but actually living out what the word says. And so when we, when we, you know, um, starting to understand what we need in regarding to maintaining our spirit spiritual health then we could go ahead and start you know challenging ourselves challenging ourselves to go ahead and take those necessary steps those necessary actions in order to build up our spirit man in order to keep that health um, of the spirit and that should be one of our priorities something that we cannot neglect something that we cannot compromise okay now i want to talk about the mind right so our mind you know, on a day-to-day basis, there's millions of, there's thousands of thoughts. In fact, you know, hundreds of thousands of thoughts just, just going rampant within our mind. And so, you know, we want to make sure to stay cautious and having only thoughts that are pure, thoughts that are holy, only thoughts that are, you know, um, in, in a line in alignment with the will of God and with the word of God and thoughts to encourage us, to empower us. Um, not thoughts to, you know, break us down and not thoughts to discourage us, not thoughts to allow the enemy to have a a foothold in our lives. And so we always have to try to speak words of affirmations to ourselves, the word of God, especially. And also to just begin to believe and proclaim, you know, who we are in Christ Jesus and, you know, what what dream, you know, that you have um, for yourself, you know, in regarding to what are you, you know, challenging yourself, um, to be able to improve in, you know, um, where do you see yourself in one year? Where do you see yourself in two, three, five years, 10 years or so? And getting certain things into alignment, meaning, um, focusing on you more, focusing on how you can better yourself. And, you know, that all starts within your mind as well, within your thinking, 
we have to change our thinking about ourselves and you know the bible let us know that when we do meditate on the word of god you know um he's going to allow for us to be a success in the things that we do to be successful because we're constantly being reminded of his promises for our lives we're constantly being reminded reminded of our identity in christ right um now so so far we've discussed about the spirit and we've discussed about the mind and we already know you know how important it is for us to keep our body healthy right but i want to just go ahead and go into the topic of the soul right so the soul is similar to our spirit you know we cannot feed our souls with you know negative things and um um you know you know yeah, negative things, you know, things that are not in any value to us. We have to feed our soul um, with good things, you know. We have to feed it with positive things. So we know that our soul is our um, emotions, our will, you know, and our thoughts. And it guides us in what decisions we need to make and what choices we need to make and so forth. And, you know, when it comes to the topic of making choices and decisions, if our soul is so terminated by negative things and um terminate terminated by um things that are ungodly it it as well you know affect the choices and the decisions that we make you know there perhaps um a choice or decision you need to make you know in life and if your judgment is clouded you know if your soul is filled with things um that are not good is going to cause you perhaps to make the wrong decision for something that's very very important and that completely impacts many things in your life maybe not just one thing but many things and so we always have to be alert we always have to be on guard um you know to guard our heart and you know to not just let anybody you know um take control of our emotions and our will so um, we talked about the body, as I mentioned before. Um, I just want to add this to the body, right? So we know that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We know that for well. Um, we know that, you know, we have to um, keep our body pure and holy unto the Lord because, in fact, it is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But but it's not just, you know, um, looking at it in a uh, in a you know spiritual standpoint when it comes to the body or um you know just looking at it like in that in that lens but many of you guys want to live long right many of us we desire to have a long life because we desire to do many 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 things for the glory of the lord and we desire to do many things because we have many dreams that we we desire you know to accomplish and to go after right but how can we go after those dreams and those goals and those, and, you know, those aspirations if we're not fit um, physically to be able to <laughs> have the energy to go after them? We need the energy, you know, we need our body to be able to keep up with our spirit, right? We need our body to be able to keep up with our spirit. They need to be in alignment. They need to be on the same level. And so sometimes... um perhaps you know you do have great faith you have unstoppable faith and you have you know ambition to do a lot of things but 
make sure to know that you need you need a lot of sleep right (laughs) you need a lot of sleep to be able to recharge your body to be able to have your mind alert to be able to have your eyes wide open throughout the day in order for you to do whatever it is that you you are passionate to do whether that is you know um writing your blog or writing a book or um making you know vlogs and making um you know just encouraging and empowering videos and so forth so we have to take care of the exterior as well in order to for us to do many many things you know for um for the kingdom of god and to be able to do uh, many of the things that we want to do in our future whether that is traveling whether that is um you know starting your own business and um you know whatever it is whatever your dream or aspiration is just know that you need your body to keep up with you you need your body to keep up with your mind and your spirit and your willpower um in order for you to go ahead and do whatever it is that you want to do all right but you know we <clears throat> but you know we often really spend more time investing in our body than we do our spirit man and One of the things that I'm trying to do with myself is, you know, really trying to balance it out, balance, um, you know, taking time, taking time to build my spirit and taking time to build my mind and my soul and also taking the time to remain healthy um, physically um, in regards to my body, making sure that it stays fit. Because I know for for a fact that a lot of the things that I want to do for the Lord is going to require a lot of my energy and I need to go ahead and get my energy right even now in order to be able to sustain all of those things right and and I know it may be the same for you guys who are on the air listening to me right now all right so let's get into it even deeper like for you guys who are for you guys who um perhaps are just tuning in I am discussing right now our episode number six titled first thing first and i'm so glad that you guys made it and we're just you know talking about um what are our priorities you know a lot of us who are christians we know first thing first god is our main priority you know he's the main focus in our life you know he's the main source now um besides that there are other things that we um considered to be our priorities you know some of us you know we consider our family to be priority we consider our friends to be a priority and i also just recently just discussed how we ourselves need to consider ourselves priorities you we have to go ahead and um focus on the health the overall health of our mind um our soul our spirit and our body in order to really to be up to part to do all the things that God has called us to do, has created us to do, even in the season of singlehood. All right. Now, um, you know, when I think of priorities, as I mentioned to you guys, I also think of dreams, right? I think of goals that we set for ourselves on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, and even on an annual basis, right? Um, we are familiar though, you know, when it comes to goal setting, you know, we make goals, right? But it's it's like as if they are errands that we make for ourselves to accomplish. Um, it's like as if it's a grocery list that we just write. And then after that, we just go to the store and we just pick up whatever it is that we had on our list, on our grocery list. Um, we just pick it up in the aisles and we just dump it in there in the car. And then we just cross whatever it is that we had that was on the list off. But you know, we are so often making goals that are subjective, that are, um, 
yeah, that are subjective that we don't really necessarily make a lot of goal setting lists that is in relation to us, you know, in relation to us, um, in regarding to self-care, but even more than that, because right now, you know, a lot of people, when I hear they're talking about self-care, you know, it's like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the general, the general aspect of self-care, meaning, you know, love yourself, you know, um, go ahead and treat yourself to a day at the spa, um, you know, eat your favorite food and stuff like that. But I like to look at it even more than that. I feel like self-care also has a lot to do with self-improvement. So many of us, you know, where we are right now is not where we want to be tomorrow. It's not where we want to be um, in our future. We ex- we have high expectations for ourselves. Um, we have a lot of things that we are looking forward to, right? So, um I think it would be wise of us, you know, when it comes to um, making goals, to not just make goals that are subjective to things, you know, for example, oh, I want to go to Hawaii or um, I want to be able to have, let's say, 100,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Okay, so we are familiar with this type of goal setting, but I feel like we are not that familiar or choose to make a goal setting in regards to self-improvement. For example, um Let's just say, um, let's say, for example, let's just say you're someone who you find yourself oftentimes not having self-control, right? You often find yourself really snapping very quickly when someone says a rude remark. Um, An example of a self-improvement goal setting would be, I would like to have self-control today. In order for me to have self-control, I will not open my mouth for any rude comment that anybody has to say. That is in contrast to my character and contrast to what I believe in. Okay, so that is for me an example of self-improvement that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, So I feel like in regarding to maintaining that overall health, for us as human beings, we need to, we just literally need to, I, I say it over and over when I'm doing um, the podcast, we have to be transparent with ourselves. We have to see our weaknesses for what they are and to try to find certain ways to, to improve them, you know, and to be able to be the best version of ourselves as possible. Because a lot of the times, many of the things that we aspire to do, our future self is expecting for our present self to really, you know, train, to really train in excellence and to really train in persistence and consistency to really to be able to get into the right, get into the right state of mind um, and also getting into the right state of being in general, you know, in mind, soul, spirit and body. Now we discussed that portion of priorities. Um you know, I, you know, we discussed, you know, how our values, beliefs and principles. Yes. All that good stuff. We are familiar for them to be our priorities. We know definitely the number one priority, especially for us Christians, is Christ Jesus, you know, spending time with God, making time with God, spending time in his presence, spending time in his word, spending time in worship, um, spending time being like Jesus, loving like Jesus and so forth. And we went ahead as well to let you guys know that you are a priority you need to make yourself a priority um 
because when you do make yourself a priority and you allow yourself to be healthy mind soul spirit and body you you really give yourself the opportunity to have energy in all aspects to do whatever it is that God has called you to do to be whomever it is that God created and destined for you to be in Christ Jesus right okay so go figure right this podcast this podcast is called mastering singlehood so you know that i always have to talk about you know the topic of singlehood or um singleness and the topic also of relationships so um that's where we're getting that's where we're getting at okay that's where we're heading to okay so folks <laughs> you know that it was coming it's coming so um now I remember I said it in the last episode, you know, singlehood doesn't necessarily mean, you know, um, just, I feel like a lot of people feel like, you know, singlehood is very dreadful and it's like a state where you're just waiting for Mr. Right or you're just waiting for Mrs. Right. But a lot of times singlehood has to do more of you discovering you, of you just really just discovering your identity and um, why are you here, you know? Why are you here and what are you, what is your assignment? What are you meant to do on this earth? Um, what, what was the purpose that God had for your life from day one? You know, why did Jesus just ship you on this earth for, right? So um, I feel like it's a time where we really have self-discovery and um, just really evaluate some things and just learning about ourselves more I feel like a lot of time especially in my generation we we make a big hype about relationships and being in a relationship we make big hypes about um you know couple goals and you know like say for instance someone see their favorite celebrity couples on on um Instagram and stuff and they would put like hashtag couple goals like their goals and stuff like that but it doesn't really it doesn't really necessarily means, you know, just it's it's like a waiting room. Literally picture yourself in a clinic or a hospital or emergency room in the waiting room waiting to be called by a healthcare rep or the a physician, you know. It's that's not what it is. Uh, singleness and singlehood is literally a time where man, you you literally are now navigating navigating um to reach your destiny and navigating to really fulfill the purpose that god has for your life it's a time where you literally just (laughs) you literally just now beginning to to learn everything that you need to learn um of who you are and um of life you know it's just that first phase really that you have um just to be able to um do whatever training that's necessary before you literally go out there and you know make God proud really go out there and just being exactly the person God has you to do and doing exactly what God is leading and calling you and created you to do so it's 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 a very blessed time because it is a time where you have more than enough time to have your attention completely on God, completely on just really going after what, you know, the purpose that God has for your life, like head on, head on, nonstop, 
24-7, getting at it, you know, giving it all you got. You don't have any distractions. You don't have um, any distractions by things and also by some people, you know. You're really in tune to just really be about your business and being about, when I say being about your business, I literally mean being about the um the business of the kingdom, you know, the business of just really just, you know, really going hard and going for all it is that you you feel that God is placing in your heart that you need to do, you know. We were born for such a time as this, and I feel like this is a critical time for all of us who are alive. You know, this is a great opportunity for all of us who are alive to really be that generation to usher and change into society, to usher and change into the workplaces, to usher and change um, into corporate America, to usher and change into the entertainment industry, to usher and change wherever, you know, God is really calling us and um, we need to really be worthy of the calling that he is calling us and saying, yo, you know, Lord God, I am with you 100%. I'm not backing down. I will have unstoppable faith to believe you and regarding to the promises that you have for my life and regarding to the purpose that you have for my life and regarding to whatever it is that you you want me to do and I'll do, you know, and all all jokes aside, you know, all fears aside, you know, they are not going to go ahead and rule over me. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it, Lord. <laughs> I really feel like you guys are getting motivated for real, man. I really feel like you guys need to really get more motivated in your singlehood. Get really motivated in your singleness because guess what? To be honest with you, we are not really alone. You know, singlehood is not a time being left alone. You are always in good company. God is always with you. His Holy Spirit is always with you, guiding you, leading you, speaking to you, and really just refining you day to day, you know, and that is just amazing and mind blown to me. Uh, (laughs) When I look back, you know, um, I find myself having these talks with God and saying, wait, Lord God, I'm so, I'm so in tune you know, and in and, and your presence, and I'm so in tune in your word and learning more about who I am in Christ Jesus, man. I don't even really feel like I'm ready if somebody was just going to go ahead and enter into my life, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm really enjoying the singlehood now. I'm trying to, you know, talk to God and say, maybe not, maybe not anytime soon for you to send somebody, but you know, you know, it's always the will of God that will prevail. And, and that's actually a great attitude to have when you're in your season of singlehood where you feel just so confident and so content in, in what you're doing in the Lord. Man, that is just awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all. I'm just so hyped because it is truth. It is what it is. I just want to be very transparent with you guys on um, this episode because it's it's so true, you know. Um, you hear it all the time. People say, you know, when you're so busy doing the will of God and when you're so busy, um, you know, being surrounded by the presence of God and, you know, being active in church and being active in ministry and being active and helping people and being a, uh, being a good Samaritan and just really doing, you know, things that will last, things that are eternal for real. That is when God seems to really bring that person into your life, that person he, you know, already ordained to be the man of God for you as a husband, already ordained to be um, a woman of God that he chose himself for you, for your wife. And it's just, it's just amazing because it just shows you enough that God got everything under control. All you need to do for sure is just 
you know, be obedient to Matthew 6, verse 33. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite verse. Um, Seek ye first his righteousness and his kingdom and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, God knows what he, what we need. He knows our desires. He knows, you know, our all of our thoughts, you know, that people do not even know. He knows the thoughts of our heart. He knows the desires of our heart. And he knows exactly when to bring whom and he knows exactly when to bring what. And he does it on time and perfect timing. He's never late. And he's also never early. He knows exactly when to do it. And I really wanted to encourage you guys um, by saying that. Get excited. Get excited in your season of singlehood. Get excited. Get excited. Get excited because God is about to do great and wonderful things in your life. I'm telling you, he is so faithful. He is so good. His goodness is like no, none other. You know, Ephesians 3 verse 21 is a popular verse that is all over, really, every social platform of believers who, you know, are are um, pastors and evangelists and so forth, people in the body of Christ. We love sharing it, you know. Um, you know, it's saying that, you know, God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. Now, this has been a verse I've been hearing my whole life, but... It's like just recently, it just clicked for me. And the word that really clicked for me is the word imagine. So God is literally saying, even what I imagine for myself, even what I imagine, guys, listen up, yo. <laughs> even what you imagine for yourself surpasses, 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 surpasses what he has in store for you, what he can do for you, what he can do for you. And that's just a great, great, great blessing in itself, that verse. I'm hoping that you guys are enjoying this. I'm so happy to just, you know, share all these things that the Lord really has been ministering in my heart. I know for real, they have been ministering to me. And it has just been a blessing so far for me in this season. And I'm hoping and I'm praying, I honestly am praying, I pray that those of you who listen to this podcast, I pray that day in and day out, God is continuously increasing you, God is continuously increasing your faith, um, and God is just really speaking to you like never before. You know, we're about to approach the eighth month of this year, the month of August. It's crazy how fast 2018 went by, yes, yes, it's so crazy, but guess what? You know, many things that you're still hoping the Lord to do for you, I'm telling you, he could still do it because we serve a big and mighty and faithful God. So get excited, you know, get excited and still stand on the word of God. Stand on whatever it is that God promised you because he will fulfill it. So don't give, don't lose hope. Don't give up on hope and don't lose your faith. All right. So you thought we were done. No, we're just getting started. Um, so our title, once more, this is episode number six, First Thing First. And at this time, I want to just focus to talk about first thing first. We talked about priorities. Um, and that's very important to many of us. We have to have priorities to really to pay attention to what matters most in order for us to invest in our time on the things that will last on the things that really um god require us to keep our focus on you know our 
our values and our beliefs, you know, they're important for us as well in regards to making decisions, making um, the right choices and decisions, um, and just keeping ourselves grounded to keep ourselves not um, saturated by whatever it is that is going on in the world because we know time and time again we live in a broken world. We live in a world where there are many people who reject um, sound doctrine, who rejects the word of God and who don't share the same faith as us. And sometimes, you know, what we do see going on in the world or in the news or um, even in, in pop in pop culture and the um, entertainment industry, sometimes it, it discourages us. And sometimes it even tries to um, to deceive some people and um, make them feel as if they're missing out on things when they're really not missing out on anything. Really, you know, when you have made up your mind to serve God, when you have made up your mind to seek God and to do his will, really that is the most meaningful thing that you could do um, with your life, honestly. Because if you look, um, there's a lot of people who have a lot of riches, have a lot of, of fame and um, acknowledgement and accolades and accomplishments, and yet they still feel that empty void. They still feel as if um, they're not loved and they're not worthy, and they're very, you know, they're very confused in regarding to life in general and regarding to who they are. But glory be to God, you know, you have your faith in Jesus that keeps you strong in season and out of season, and you strongly believe that the word of God is true and that the word of God is just and that the word of God is faithful. So I just want to go ahead and continue to talk about first thing first and regarding to um, what it means, you know, to mastering singlehood. How can we master singlehood and what do we do, what we ought to do in the season of singlehood? I close with this as I go more in depth. We ought in our season of singlehood to be prepared for all the blessings God has for us to be prepared for all the assignments that God has for us to be prepared to live out the dream that God has placed in our hearts to live out and to be prepared to be exactly who God created us to be and so the season of singlehood if you really think about it, is a season of preparation. For some of us, it may be different. Um, and the season of singlehood, for some of you, it may be the preparation for a career. It may be the preparation for, um, let's say, to enter a relationship. For some of us, it may be a season of preparation for moving to a new town. Whatever the case may be, for some of us, it will be different and that is fine. For some of us, it may be, excuse me, for some of us, it may be all three. I want to be able to share just um, some key figures from the Bible who all had a season of singlehood at one point. I want to share some, some important highlights when I look at the life of Adam. Adam, the first human being on the earth, the, 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 the human being, the first human being God created. I want to look at some highlights of the life of Daniel. I want to look at some highlights in the life of David. And I also want to look in the highlights of the life of Ruth. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and look at the highlights of each of these 
Bible figures, each of these servants of God from the Bible. And I'm just going to go ahead and allow you guys to see, you know, how these people were um, during their season of singlehood and so forth and how they became after that season passed and what God brought in store for them. All right. All right. So Adam, when we look at Adam, you know, when we look in the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us, you know, makes it clear that God created Adam, right? So we're all descended from Adam. Adam was the first man. And um, in the book of Genesis, if you pay attention, you'll notice that, you know, Adam, you know, he had everything pretty much. So, you know, you know, God already had created the animals. God cre- already had created um, fruit-bearing trees. And, um, you know, God just gave him the Garden of Eden. So basically... The Garden of Eden was Adam's inheritance. It belonged to him and God gave him to store it, right? God gave him to store it. And at this point of time, we know that God did not yet create Eve. Like God did not yet, you know, re, re, you know, took Adam's rib in order to create his wife Eve. We know that for sure. So this being said, God was then Adam's only companion at that time. God was then Adam's only company besides the animal. God was the only real um, real relationship that Adam had, right? And I want you guys to focus on this. So before Eve, God gave Adam, you know, the Garden of Eden to store, to walk on, to take pleasure in. And we noticed that God was Adam's only relationship. Um, now, there was a late man of God by the, main, by the name of Miles Monroe who really preached an awesome sermon. If you guys want to check it out, just go on YouTube. Um, and you, and when you search his name up, if you put, you know, I believe, if you put, like, you know, the, the story of Adam or um, you might see cer- um, certain results populate and you will know for sure which one I'm talking about. So God used this man of God to really narrate and illustrate um, what I'm about to share with you guys. So basically, Adam in this state, it was him, it was God, and it was the Garden of Eden and all of the beautiful creation, the animals and the trees God created. And he felt content. He felt at peace. He felt content. He felt at peace. He was whole. You see, he wasn't empty of anything. He was a whole person. He was completely content. And, you know, it just dawned on God. And he said, you know what? It's not good for men to be alone. And from that point, that's when God um, took his rib and created his wife, Eve, and brought Eve to him. And as soon as he saw Eve, he said, you are the flesh of my flesh, the bone of my bone. You shall be called woman. Okay, cool. Perfect. Now, what do I want to say from saying all this? I want to say this to you guys to encourage you guys to know that whatever you need, God will supply. That whatever you need, God will supply. I want you to know that this story of Adam, you know, being in the garden with God and God, you know, being his company. It just really, you know, to me, it describes Matthew 6, verse 33. You know, it's just him in fellowship with God and just really and fellowship with God being surrounded by his presence and so forth and and God already knew exactly what Adam needed before Adam even started feeling lonely 
you know, God already knew he needed another companion. It's not to say that God wasn't enough for Adam, but it's just the favor that God wanted to bestow upon him because God just loved Adam so much. So you see, God loves you so much that there are certain things you don't even yet know you're going to need because right now you're content where you are. But God, he's just so gracious and so faithful and, and has such favor upon your life, upon my life, and upon the life of all of you guys who are listening, that he is just going to go ahead and give it to you anyways. And he's going to give it to you before you even need that very thing. Some of you guys, perhaps you feel content and, you know, um, you don't really think that you need anything. You know, you're good where you are. But God, he just wants to give you more and more and more and more because he is just a loving father. And we just serve a wonderful and awesome and big God. And that's what I just wanted to go ahead and share with you guys in regard to Adam, right? Now, moving on to Daniel. Now, we look at Daniel, right? We learn of Daniel in the book of Daniel. And we've learned that Daniel was one of the four that one of the chief of the king, Nebuchadnezzar, um, was sought for. So basically, basically the story of Daniel also almost reminds me of the story of Esther. Because Esther, the reason how Esther even came to be in the, the king's presence is because the king sent one of his, um, sent one of his, um, you know, just one of his workers or you could say one of his leaders to go and scout you know many beautiful women um many beautiful women who were virgins and so forth in order for them to have replaced his then wife you know um who really was out of character and really wasn't paying him any mind so he sent out one of his leaders to search for um beautiful virgins um who can replace her spot and become queen right so it's similar to what happened in Daniel's case. So Daniel and four of his co-workers, four of his friends, shout out Mishak and Abednego, um, they were the four that the King Nebuchadnezzar's um, chief went and brought to, and went and were about to, and was about to bring to King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, before, this is what I want to go ahead and share with you. Before um, Daniel was brought to King Nebuchadnezzar, and even before he was approached by the chief, even before these four young men were approached by the chief of the king, they were already high skilled. They were already practicing excellent. I just want to go ahead very quickly to share with you guys some of the verses from the first chapter in Daniel, just discussing what I'm telling you guys right now. Daniel chapter one i'm gonna go ahead and read verses three to four for you at this moment it says then the king ordered ashpenaz chief chief of his course officials to bring into the king's service some of the israelites from the royal family and nobility young men without defect handsome showing aptitude for every kind of learning well informed quick to understand and qualified to serve the king's palace all right so basically, <laughs> they were not really searching for people that they can teach those skills to, that they can really, you know, do all those things for. They were seeking for people who were already that. So basically, they were seeking for people who were already confident. They were seeking for people who were already educated. They were seeking for people who were already, you know, all of that, all of that, right? 
And to continue to verse five, it says the king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years. And after that, they were to enter the king's service. Now, I don't want you to lose track here. In verse five, it says they were to be trained for three years. But to be honest with you, the Bible makes it clear. Even before that training, God already gave these young men lots and lots of wisdom. These young men, were they already came with all the wisdom that they had. It wasn't really necessarily the training of the three years that was done by the chief and others um, who served the king alongside the chief that allowed them to have been all that. Okay, God already made them all that. And I also want you guys to understand, even until this point in verse 5, Daniel and his friends, they still did not meet with the king. (laughs) They still did not meet with the king. So that alone to me is just so powerful right there. And it just encouraged me and I hope it encouraged you. I want you guys to know if you guys are really working hard in pursuit of everything that God has for you, you're, you're, you're striving for excellence. You're striving for integrity. You're striving for um, peace of mind. You're striving for perfect, um, you know, having a, a perfect relationship with God or having that relationship with God that's on a higher level. I'm telling you, don't get weary. Do not get tired of doing good just because you don't see things yet being manifested in your life, just because you don't see the right group of people coming in. No, these folks, <laughs> Daniel and his friends, literally, they had to train for three years. And it wasn't even the training of the, the, the chief, as I mentioned, that allowed them to, to have the wisdom that they had. God already blessed them with favor to have that. But yet they were obedient to still, you know, train for that amount of years. They weren't like, oh my goodness, what are you talking about? I, me, Daniel, I am the hot stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm wise and I'm handsome. I don't need this. I, I don't need this. I got all of this. No, they didn't do all that. So they were still humbled, you know. They still walked in humility and they still allowed to still get trained, although they know they were good. Um, and that, has, that speaks volume. And I just want to go ahead and encourage you with that to let you guys know, you know, continue to be the best version of yourself. I just repeat again, continue to be the best version of yourself. Whatever you do, you know, it doesn't get overlooked. Whatever you do, do it with all your heart. And I'm telling you, your recompense, I'm telling your blessings, their blessings will follow you. God will allow the blessings to follow you. And by that, may I dare add to say, before the chief went to scout Daniel and his friends, As I mentioned, Daniel and his friends were already well prepared. And what's so significant about that is that the chief went to them. Daniel and his friend did not go to the chief. The chief went to them. Wow. Daniel did not go to the chief. The chief went to them. This, I'm praying that it encouraged you guys who are listening. And it also already encouraged me. I feel already blessed completely. I could go home and sleep in peace. So basically, it's saying that you guys who are so steadfast on God, you guys who are working hard to get that bachelor's degree, to to, to really be an excellent doing that career of your dream, to really be seeking after God's his whole heart as David did. I'm telling you, that is going to cause God to bring the blessing to you. You will not have to search for the blessing. You will not have to go to the blessing. You will not have to manipulate other people to get the blessing. God is just literally going to 
go ahead and command the blessing to come to you. Allow the blessing to come to you. God is going to allow that door to open up by itself. You won't even have to knock on the door. The door, the door is going to be like those doors you see. <laughs> those, those, you, those doors you see when you're walking to the store and boom, it open, right? Because it senses your presence. People will just sense your presence and God would allow these people to bless you. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. 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 That is something right there. I'm just going to close with this. Now, I just want to close, y'all. I just want to close with this. I want you guys to know that God has not forgotten about you. He hasn't. I want you to know that the Bible says there has not been a righteous person. There's not been a righteous person who God ever overlooked, who God never provided for. David said that. Whatever you need, God will provide to you. All you need to do is keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, my sister. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, my brother. Meditate on Matthew 6, verse 33. Seek ye first his righteousness and his kingdom. And let me tell you, all these things shall be added unto you. That job shall be added unto you. That finance that shall be added unto you. That, 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 that wife shall be added unto you. That husband shall be added unto you. Those dreams shall be fulfilled, shall be, shall be coming to pass. They shall be added unto you. That promotion shall be added unto you. That joy shall be added unto you. That peace shall be added unto you. Those those wonder those those godly friendships shall be added unto you. The fulfillment of the word of God for your life shall be added unto you. God gives you one sole responsibility, and that is for you to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek his kingdom and his righteousness. God is not telling you to worry about your problems. God is not telling you to worry about your past. God is not telling you to worry about what other people are doing. God is telling you one thing for you to be responsible for, and that is to seek him and his kingdom. Be about his kingdom. Be a a person who has the heart of Jesus to serve. Even when others do not see what you're doing, God sees it and he will not overlook you. Continue to do the right thing and never get tired of doing good. A lot of people think, you know, um, that verse is just saying continue to do good things for other people and never get tired. But it also has a lot to do with you. Never get tired of you working hard. Never get tired of you pursuing Christ. Never get tired of you just wanting better for yourself. Never getting tired of you going to school to get that education, um, to go into that field that you want to go. Don't get tired of the studying. Don't get tired of the praying. Don't get tired of the fasting. Don't get tired of all of that. Don't get tired. I just want to close with that. I just pray and hope that you guys were all blessed by the first thing first. Episode number six on the Mastering Single Hood podcast. Again, it was JLP. It was a blessing being with you guys. I love you guys with the love of Jesus Christ. I know God has great things in store for you. And please, and please, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram. It's at Jesse Encourage. That is J-E-S-S-I-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E. That is at Jesse Encourage. Again, J-L-P. 
And remember, all things are Christ. <laughs> all things are Christ? What was that? Again, friends, and remember, all things are possible through Christ Jesus. Take care.